Real talk. Why are you not controlling your life? You're allowing yourself to be this little insignificant piece of dust in your own life instead of the moving force. So in this podcast, I want to address ways that we can grab our lives by the ball sack and start being the starting player and not the bench warmer, okay? These are little tips that I've been using recently in my life and my whole demeanor has shifted. And you know, I can feel the warmth of my life's nutsack in my hands. <laughs> you know what, that's enough nut references. Um, so let's get started, let's get started. First, stop trying so hard to get people to like you. And this used to be so difficult for me because I always needed to know what a person thought of me, why they didn't like me, etc. And I would go crazy over it, you know, and flash forward to now where I could give a rat's ass about what people think of me, what anybody thinks of me. Unless you're someone I respect, your opinion of me isn't relevant. And you know, it's none of my business. And, you know, I had someone ask me, you know, there was a girl at school and she doesn't like me and I don't know why. And I've been so nice to her. I've been trying so hard to be nice to her. And you know what? First, bless your soul for still being nice to her. But here's where you went wrong. You smothered her with your attention and you're letting a person who doesn't care about you live rent free in your head. And you need to have the opposite approach. You need to ignore her. You couldn't give less shits about what she thinks, and you couldn't care less. And you know what? I love that phrase so much. I couldn't care less. Because it gives you the power in that situation. So, you know, this could end up being, like, this could end up with that person uh, gravitating towards you and wondering, like, why you don't care, why she or he doesn't like you. So, you know, the two, those are the two possibilities, like, they'll gravitate towards you and wonder why you don't like them, or, you know, you don't care why they don't like you, or you just won't care either way. So it's a win-win. You win, and you win. (laughs) All right, second, moving on. Stop looking down at the ground when you're walking. This is going to be really short. This is going to be really sweet, but that's the tip. When you're walking and somebody comes towards you and you're looking down, like you immediately look down when they're walking towards you, like it kind of like allows them to be the alpha in the situation. So what you need to do is you need to keep your head up because looking down makes you look insecure. Like, I don't know if you've ever like seen wolves or anything in like movies or something, but like when the alpha gets up there, like gets over top of the other wolf, like I saw it in Twilight. It's like, it shows that you're like insecure and you're weak. So you know what? Baby girl, keep your head up. When you're walking, keep your head up. Okay, (laughs) moving on. (laughs) Third tip, only put equal amount of effort into someone as they put it in you. So why are you bending over backwards for someone who leaves you on red? Someone who obviously doesn't value you and shows you that they don't value you. So you need to start matching their energy level and start to give less shits, okay? Leave their inconsistent ass on red. Yeah, I said that. Leave them on red. Leave them on open, okay? Turn on the little toggle switch that allows them to see your red receipts and do that, okay? And ask yourself why you're so persistent about putting energy into a dead relationship. We're moving on. 
okay? All right, let's move on. Fourth thing, you need to say, you need to stop allowing yourself to always do favors for people, okay? Because you know what? I'm going to let you in on a little something. You're allowed to say no to favors people ask from you. What? I know, I know, crazy. <laughs> I just, I don't make this stuff up. It's, it's real, it's real. Um, and you don't have to be everything for everyone. You are allowed to prioritize yourself first. And you know, if you have a lot going on, you are under no obligation to say yes to somebody's request. And I used to do this a lot for someone in my life. She would, she would want me to always keep her company where she worked, even though like I had things going on in my life that were very, very important. And I would always feel obligated to just go. And you know what? I wish I could go back in time and be like, hey, Sabina, you're allowed to say no. Because the thing is, anyone who cares about you and asks you for a favor will understand when you say no. Only people who are using you will get offended. Remember that. You are allowed to say no. Moving on. Stop being so afraid to vocalize your opinion on something. So what's someone going to say if they don't agree with you? Eh, I don't agree. <laughs> like, that's all they're going to say. Like, that, like, if you go right down to it, that's literally the basis of what you guys are going to do. Like, I don't agree with you. And that's okay. And, you know, I used to be afraid to disagree with the like majority opinion in a room because my entire family is like they're Republicans and I'm a Democrat, I guess. <laughs> OK, I don't want to talk about that. I'm pretty left. I'm a leftist. I'm about as far left as you can get. Um, and I used to always agree with the room for the sole purpose of being liked. I didn't want my family to dislike me. And, you know, what did that accomplish? Nothing. <laughs> Yeah, I'll let you in on a little secret. It accomplished nothing. So, crazy thought. Um, let's just time travel. Travel, you know, just for a minute. Let's time travel. Uh, let's say 100 years into the past. And let's put ourselves in a room where people are arguing about, let's say, slavery. <laughs> and the majority in the room, um, they're pro-states' rights, which we know is just pro-slavery. Um, and inside your mind, you aren't pro-slavery. Um because, you know, you have a heart. Uh, but for the sole purpose of being liked, you agree with the people in the room. And, you know, it does two things. And it's very important. The first thing it does, it solidifies the other person's argument because they think that you agree with them. It's like, even if their argument doesn't make sense, it's like, oh, well, Sabina agrees with me. So it's okay to disagree with the room. And, you know, the second thing it does is it doesn't allow you to strengthen your argument. Because I find that when I debate things um, I passionately believe in, I tend to understand the topic more thoroughly. It's like when you when you learn something and you're able to teach it to somebody, you become a master of it. Um, and I'm a bit able to increase my ability to educate others on what I believe in. And, you know, I know it's hard. And it's hard for me to argue with my family about human rights for people who look like me and even people who don't look like me and don't live a life like me. And it's hard for me to make somebody understand that we need to care about other people like we care about our own family and our the people in our lives but you know it's it's fundamentally important to pose diverse thoughts and conversations even if it risks um, you being unliked and that's very important um let's move on <laughs> you need to read guys start reading so why do i care about you reading so much 
because I'm going to give you some statistics right now. It's um, from Mal Warburg's um, blog on books. So that's where I got this from. Um, in case you want to say fake news, it's, it's real. Uh, 50% of U.S. adults are unable to read a book at an 8th grade level. 42% of college students never read another book after they graduate. 80% of U.S. families did not buy a book this year. 15% of inmates in jails are literate. So when I say that, I don't mean 15% are illiterate. Only 15% are literate. So only 15% out of the 100% can read. Okay? And I know you're thinking, like, what does this have to do by, like, grabbing my life by the ball sacks? Well, here's the thing. Okay. Um, so I'm going to get to this in a second. But I know what you're thinking. It's probably, like, I don't enjoy reading. But, you know, I don't believe that. When, we're el- and when we were in elementary school, like, our favorite parts of the day were... When we, we do group reading about books that we cared about and books that we enjoyed, like the adventure books. I mean, the, those were my favorite books and things that like tapped into our imaginations. And we only stopped caring about books and reading books when we got to high school and our readings were tes- textbook statistics and things that really didn't correlate into our lives. So no, I'm not saying like read, you need to read a textbook um, to get titillated. No, I'm saying read something you forking care about. <laughs> And, you know, I refuse to read anything. Personally, I refuse to read anything other than romantic comedies. So, like, I've read so many romantic comedies, but it's about the only thing that I read. Besides a few books that depict, like, what an irresponsible president we have in office. Um, But that's really what I read. So I'm telling you this because, for me, reading is a big factor in maintaining my mental health. Um, So... Instead of just like laying in bed and mindlessly hopping from TikTok, Instagram to Snapchat to YouTube, which virtually has no purpose in my life, I'll read. You know, in the middle of the day, like after I'm done with my classes, sometimes I just go to a bench and read. Um, And you know what? Here's a shocker. I enjoy doing it. So what I'm saying is like, I beg you to find a book, start reading it until at least half of the book is finished and watch yourself get like sucked into this different world. And it's a break. It's like a break from your real world into this whole different world. And when you do that, like you're going to see a whole difference in your mental health. Okay. And I just urge you to do it. So guys, just read. Moving on. Stop apologizing for things that you shouldn't apologize for. So I know the Canadians are like twitching their eyes right now, but this is what I'm saying. And you know, this is hard for me too, because I'm trying to do this and like I try to do it by slowly replacing my apologies with gratitude. So instead of saying like, I'm sorry for being late, I say thank you for waiting for me. And of course, like, let's be reasonable. If you're an hour late, like... (laughs) apologize but there's no need to apologize for everything you do okay so instead of apologizing like express gratitude instead of saying I'm sorry um you have to take these days off of work I'm sorry for not being able to spend a lot of time with you I'm sorry this has been hard for me I'm sorry for not having a lot of energy find a way that you can twist what you're saying into thank you for and you know like thank you for taking time to help and support me instead of like this has been hard. I'm sorry, this has been hard for me. Like, always find a way to twist 
like your apology into gratitude like as much as you can because like expressing gratitude like allows you to acknowledge like specific positive qualities that you have in your life okay instead of feeling sorry all the time like it spins the narrative from negative to positive so there you go that's that's a little tip start dedicating one day per week for you and do whatever the fuck you need to do and get ahead in life okay and I use this day to like do really um really tedious things that I don't like doing throughout the week and like I'll exfoliate my legs I'll pluck my eyebrows and I'll do what I want and I'll do things that relax me like reading I'll read um because it's a you day and you need to start prioritizing your mental health because hun I can see you I can sense you struggling right now So do this, do this for you, and do it for me, but mostly for you, okay? Moving on. Ladies, hear me out on this one, because it's going to sound super dumb as fuck. Runway walk. Everywhere. Strut. Everywhere. You are Naomi Campbell, and your world is a Versace runway, okay? And I love doing this. You know, I'll do this when I'm walking around, like, with my AirPods in, just listening to some music, some, like, powerful girl anthems. And I feel, like, so fucking powerful. And, like, I exude confidence that I don't even, I didn't even know I had. So I want you, I want that for you. Okay, I love it for me and I want that for you. Moving on. Start closing doors. And, you know, (laughs) you're only doing yourself an injustice by allowing people who have consistently hurt you to waltz back into your life. Your life, your movie, you're the main character. Like, this is Hogwarts and you're Harry fucking Potter. So, like, I'm asking you, why the hell are you putting so much emphasis on a single insignificant Death Eater? Okay, because you're Harry Potter. So when you allow this, it turns your life back into your movie, into their movie. When you allow this, it turns your life into their movie. And they become the main character of your movie. And why would you let somebody, like, become the main character of your movie? Because it sucks the energy that makes you sparkle like that, like, right out. So why are you letting it happen? Because, you know, it can be anybody. You know, it could be a boy. It could be a friend. It could be a family member. So stop, 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 stop. Stop making excuses for their behavior and stop accepting their excuses for their behavior and become the star of your movie. Close the door. Have the legally blonde glow up moment, okay? And then you can let them see your glow up from the window, but the door is shut, okay? There isn't a crack in it. There isn't a peephole that you can communicate to and there isn't a special key to open it. The door is shut and you are the main character and you're glowing up. Guys, my intentions for these podcasts aren't to make you feel insecure, and I never want you to feel insecure, but I want these podcasts to, like, help you become this badass dragon bitch. So, that can look different for everybody, and I hope for you it looks like you owning your personality and becoming a more confident version of yourself to stop letting people walk all over you. Okay, that's what I want for you. I want you to be a badass dragon bitch. Y'all, it's been real. Thank you for listening to Real Talk.